Good morning, everyone. You know, one of the great things that I love about um, Unity teaching is the reference that you make to God as being both mother and father, masculine and feminine, which, if you think about it, makes a lot of sense. I mean, what child do you know that has been born from a father only? A father God. <laughs> or a mother only. Although in these days of artificial insemination, I understand all this possible, but um, I'm talking about going back to the essence that a physical child is created from the physical insemination of a father with a mother. And in the same way that we have a physical child born of a physical father and mother, we have our spiritual father and our spiritual mother that is creating the spiritual child, the divine child that we call here the Christ consciousness that is inside each and every one of us. And you know, speaking on a, on a symbolic level, the merging or the union of the male and the female, if you consider the male to be the will and the power coming together with the compassion and the wisdom of the mother, what you're creating are the perfect conditions for this love, this Christ consciousness, this perfect light, as Patricia mentioned in her video, to be born inside each and every one of us. It's not something that's just around us. It is the essence, it is the core of who we are. This perfect merging so that this perfect child can be born inside each and every one of us. And I believe the ancient teachings and the ancient teachers understood the sacred power of this holy trinity. They understood that mother and father, masculine and feminine, had to be in perfect balance. There had to be harmony between these two energies in order for this perfect child to be born. And I believe they venerated that trinity because they understood that each part of that trinity has an important role to play in the spiritual evolution of consciousness. And we know especially that the mother was venerated in ancient times, right? Because she was the womb. She was the womb that carried the seed that nourished the people, Mother Earth, right? She was the creative energy, the one in whose womb life would grow and come into the world. And we also know, of course, that with time, that worship of the feminine of the Divine Mother was replaced slowly by worship of the Father, the power principle. But power without wisdom is destructive. Power needs the compassion and the wisdom of the Mother in order to bring it into balance so that it comes into its highest expression, not its lowest, most base expression which often we see as destruction, as greed, as selfishness, as a ravenous appetite for more and not enough. Father needs mother, masculine needs feminine. Wisdom needs power so that the two together can create the perfect child. You know, we're living in a very kind of interesting time. You know, we're with, if you look around, you witness things that appear to be kind of two extremes. You know, on the one hand, you see an awakening happening. There's an awakening consciousness going on. You see more and more people caring for the environment and taking steps to look after our Mother Earth. 
you see things like becoming vegetarian, vegan, animal rights. That maybe 20, 30 years ago maybe wasn't as common. That's becoming a lot more prevalent. That consciousness of we are all one and we are all connected is taking root in our humanity. Meditation, mindfulness, yoga. I don't know about you, but 20 years ago, that was like, ooh, that's fringe stuff. That's not, that's not the typical. But today, if you don't have a yoga practice, if you're not practicing mindfulness, my God, there's an important part of your life that's missing. You've got to be doing this. This is what I mean about this awakening consciousness that's happening. Even professionals who are now more and more leaving the security of their jobs and the paychecks to say, no, this is sucking my soul. And so I prefer to get away from this and do work that nourishes my soul and that I can then contribute to the world. So you see that kind of evolving kind of consciousness happening on the one hand. And on the other hand, you see that there, we still have racism. We still have sexism. We have homophobia, social injustices, religious intolerance, some of which sadly leads to violence. We still see the effects of our actions on our mother earth and what it's doing to the environment, the extremes and weather conditions that we are seeing, that we really perhaps haven't witnessed before, the flooding in here in the city being one of them. We still see certain patriarchal world leaders stubbornly holding on to power, to wealth, rather than using their position to serve the people that put them in power in the first place. So it's as if you've got this dichotomy, you've got these two extremes, this duality, playing out in our outer world. And I can't help but feel that this is a similar duality playing out inside of us, our better nature and perhaps our lesser nature. But I also believe that inside the seed of every extreme is balance, harmony. And I believe the nature of the universe is balance. The universe returns to balance all the time. And I think this is what explains what we see emerging with this divine feminine. To bring back into balance all of the destructive energies of male energy unchecked by wisdom has caused. So this divine feminine that we keep talking about, this divine energy, is of course not restricted to women only, right? It is not something that is attached to your gender, to sexual orientation, or anything like that. Compassion, creativity, intuition, feeling, this, these are not just the domain of the same. Same with power, will, courage. These are not only the domain of men. We all carry these energies inside of us. And these energies, I feel inside of us, are looking to come to this place of balance inside of us. And we see the effects of that also manifesting in the world around us. Those of you who were in the workshop with me last week on Pong Pong Pong, um, one of the constant themes that I talk about, not only there and here, is this idea that Whatever's happening inside of us is showing up for us in our outer world. There is nothing out there that is not in here first. What's hilarious is that this last week, I got a library card. I had lost mine. I don't have it here on me. But the library card says, if it's out there, it's in here. <laughs> right on the back of 
Mars like, I wish I were going to bring this to my unity friends and show it to them. <laughs> Symbolically speaking. And so I'm going to ask you to expand your concepts a little bit and maybe leave a little bit of logic on the side and open your hearts to listen to what I'm going to share with you about certain events that I have seen manifesting in my world, actually in our world. About a month ago, of course, we all know that the cathedral in Notre Dame burned down, right? It was on April the 15th. So Notre Dame was burning down. A few days earlier, two days earlier, in Ottawa, in the heart of the Byron Market, there was another fire that also took down the Trattoria Victoria restaurant, which is on Rubin Street. Trattoria Victoria. Victoria, Italian for victory. Associated with, victory is with success, ambition, power, which is a masculine attribute, masculine energy. Notre Dame, Our Lady, associated with love, compassion. All the love also includes, which is the feminine, masculine and feminine. A fire breaks out in both of these places on the roof. On the roof of both buildings, there is a fire. And it is the fire that eventually collapses the roof. If you associate a physical structure with your body, the roof is the head up here. What's burning down? What's burning down? Ideas. Ideas, concepts that we hold about what it is to be masculine, what it is to be feminine. These ideas are being purified, because fire is also purifying, it's not just destruction. Our concepts, our ideas about feminine and masculine, mother, father, all of that is being purified. I'll take it a little bit more. I started to investigate, because when that thought came to me, because as I was preparing, I thought, what is, there's a connection here. So I started to kind of relax and meditate a little bit on all of this. And I actually went to the market a few days ago. The territory of Victoria, Victory, is located on William Street. Will, I am. On number 35, William Street. 3 plus 5 is 8. 8, the number of the infinite. The number of perfection. Of perfect balance. Perfect harmony between the upper world and the lower world. Between the higher realms and the lower realms. Between masculine and feminine. Between the divine and the physical. Perfection. The owner of the Victoria, the Tatria Victoria, his name is Dominic Sandaguilas. That's such an unusual, powerful name. There's got to be a meaning there. So I looked at the meaning of the word Dominic. Dominic comes from the Latin, Dominicus, which means belonging to a lord, belonging to a master. Sandaguila is Italian also, meaning to guide. Putting it together. <laughs> will, the concept of will, belongs to the Father Principle, right? Will belongs to the Lord, the Master, the Father Principle. 
who is guiding this whole process. But wait, there's more. Right beside the Trattoria Victoria, right beside that restaurant, is a little alley. And on the left of the alley are only two restaurants. One is called Vineyards, Wine Bar, and the other is the Fish Market. Fish. Are you seeing some of the symbolism of this? Fish. Associated with Christians. <laughs> the early Christians had the, you know, uh, the image, they use the image of the fish, it's called the, I can't pronounce it, this, I think, which also stands for the Christ. That symbol is the symbol of the Christ. The first restaurant, the first place to open after the fire, was the fish market. And it was on the same Sunday that Notre Dame was burning down. The first place to open was the fish market. This is all true, by the way, and I'm taking this all this from, this is from the Ottawa Citizen and from CTV News as I was researching. It opened up the same day that Notre Dame is burning down. By the way, also the fish, the fish restaurant, also ties into this whole idea of what Jesus taught his disciples, many of whom were also fishermen. He taught them that, he said to them, that I will teach you to become fishers of souls. Right? Not just fishers of physical fish, but fishers of souls. The first people to enter the fish market were a couple from Spain. And it says here from the article, a couple from Spain, unaware of the damage caused by Friday morning's rooftop fire, was the first guest inside the restaurant in the corner of York in London. I think that Spain connection was especially for me. It was to kind of hit me a little bit on the head, clearly, because it could have been from anywhere in the world, but no, they had to be specifically, and a couple, two people from Spain. The idea of keep doing the work that you're doing. Keep doing the work of the inner awakening first. That's the work of the soul, waking yourself up, waking yourself up from the stream. And keep doing the work of pointing others to do that work within themselves too, that that is the work. But I don't think that message is just for me. I think that came to get my attention clearly because I believe we're each here called to do the same thing, each of us here is to wake up, we're here to wake up, wake up from this illusion, wake up from this dream. And in waking up, be the hand that, be, that is the fisher, fish those who have also cast themselves into the deep waters of suffering, into the deep waters of illusion. Be the ones to extend that, to bring them out of that, that well, out of those depths of suffering. And when all of this can happen, I believe the next place that will open up will be vineyards, the wine. When we're able to do that, the wine can then flow, the wine can open, wines are representing the sacred blood, life, life force. To me, this was just such a wow. If this is what's happening in me, what a great kind of metaphor, what a great way to show it to me. But it's not just happening to me, I believe this is happening inside each and every one of us. I believe that, like I said, there's nothing out there. We are continually seeing what it is that we need to be working on and reflecting on and moving towards. And what's interesting is that uh, I read just yesterday the uh, Trattoria, the restaurant, the, 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 the Trattoria Victoria will not be opening again. It will not be rebuilt. But Notre Dame will be built. It will not be rebuilt. There'll be some other purpose for it. 
by Montreal, defendant, just as in the video, will be rebuilt. It will rise again. Powerful, no? Powerful Hong Kong University schools showing us that dynamic of masculine, feminine power and will with wisdom and compassion playing out within us and then showing us what it looks like on the outside so that we can see it for those who wish to see the world as a place of symbols and archetypes and illusions. Just like a dream for you to interpret what's happening around you. That's my interpretation. Because for me, there were too many strange coincidences to kind of ignore and say that's just bad luck that all of this was happening at the same time. This is the awakening that is happening inside each and every one of us. And it's a journey. It's a journey for all of us. You know, and I think on that journey, there's a lot of healing that needs to happen because women, as they are rising and claiming their power, well, just like men, power that is exercised without wisdom, without love, without understanding and reflection, power on its own, even inside of women, can become destructive rather than constructive. Because it's an energy that's inside each and every one of us. That's their journey, our journey in the female body. Men are being challenged in their own way to do the healing work of what the divisions in their own hearts have caused in terms of the actions that we see in the world. To open their hearts, to receive the compassion and the love, to be the expressions of that in the world. That's their journey. That's their healing work. Because ultimately, I believe this is what we're here for, to create this sacred union inside each and every one of us. That's the mystical marriage of the Holy Mother with the Holy Father creating the Holy Child <laughs> here inside each and every one of us, a brilliant light that is here to shine in the world. I think we also come back to this world over and over again so that we can bring that balance back. We are here continually bringing ourselves back to that balance so that we can become that perfected child in the world that is able to shine its light more brilliantly in the world. That's what Ho'oponopone does. This is all these different practices and techniques are there to bring you to that place where you can shine your light. So I'd like to um, leave you with this short blessing that I, uh, that I read from one of my favorite personal teachers. His name is White Eagle, an Ascended Master. And he offers this blessing on this Mother's Day specifically. And it is, Divine Mother God, we thank you for the outpouring of your love upon us all. May we be gathered to your breast and feel thy peace. To the great white spirit, God the Father, divine will, divine power, divine life, fill us with thy strength, thy will, give unto us to live according to your ordination. To the beloved Son, the source of all light and life upon this earth, to the essence of the spiritual Son, we give thanks and worship. In this holy and blessed Trinity, may we be kept conscious of our destiny and the glory of the ultimate life.
Thanks, everyone.